0: Beauty and the Beast Media Club. Ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. This is placeholder intro song. Ho ho, ho. merry cage miss. And thank you for joining us for Beauty and the Beast Media Club Christmas special, a full spoiler discussion into a piece of media. We will lead you to discover these spoilers like oh so many Christmas miracles. As always, Enjoy what we do, please gift us to your family and friends or join the conversation in the comments or at our discord. My name is drew, and he's not my real dad devin <laughs> <laughs> today we'll be discussing two thousands Christmas comedy the family man so devin was there an orange at the toe of the stocking or just a piece of coal um
1: <laughs>
2: I think there was an i think there's an orange in the movie i i i and the stalking. Mm. I don't think there was any oranges in the movie. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I think. Once I separate the entire craziness of the premise. Because <laughs> I think it's kind of going for like a wonderful life type idea, you know, without the suicide attempts
0: yeah it was definitely trying to do something a wonderful life or uh Christmas Carol
1: yeah
2: but um the, the the part that I have to of course forget is like just the premise of taking someone, putting them into a life that they apparently experienced for thirteen years with absolutely nothing, and not have everyone go. Why are you like not in being put into a mental hospital right now? <laughs> it, it it takes a bit to get your head around that. And I'd almost prefer an amnesia plot <laughs> to <laughs> something like that. Just because at least I can connect amnesia. I can make sense out of out of why you're not remembering everything.
0: But well, that's how I thought they were that's gonna cool. le- lead up the video um so when he didn't when he didn't get shot hmm. um I expected him to start walking away and then like slip and fall on the like the icy looking pavement that he was mm-hmm. walking on, and it for to be like an amnesia thing yeah uh not so much a uh what what was he uh Cheadle is an angel, I guess.
2: I, closest I can think, um, or you know, an alien, A <laughs> Martian. Yes, <laughs> right. o- obviously, that's what uh, that's what Annie would think anyway, right?
0: <laughs> it's because Annie's racist. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I,
2: I overall like i kind of like like the idea of the juxtapositions and such of it it's just yeah that premise is it hurts my head and like their lives are so different that like in the back of my mind goes like how do you have any commonality with basically the two jacks that were presented with Like, their lives are so different. Right? Um, Like, obviously, Christmas movie can't really do this, but it'd be interesting, like, you know, we saw him having an interest in baseball or something. Mm. And then, okay, so now he's part of a baseball team. Right? Like, what got you into bowling all of a sudden?
0: (laughs) Oh, I see Um, what you're saying. So, like, the, the life paths were so incredibly different. There wasn't even, like, a minute form of commonality between the two.
2: No, not not that I could see. I've got a feeling that Kate's life had a bit more commonality. Um, it sounded like she was still a law, law, lawyer in in the not-family world.
1: So yeah, but... Something there's, there's something a... there, but...
0: I mean, I guess we kind of have to just allow the premise to be, otherwise the film just can't happen. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, that is an apt analysis and a good thing to point out. Not that I anticipate that as a movie I would say this was a good one, per se. Um, (laughs) If if I did believe that, you would have definitely pointed out the big hole in it. That would have made me... Now to kind of skip back like him k- waking up and like acting weird and like not being put into a mental hospital. Like they could've used they could have used a throwaway line like is like you're just going through a midlife thing. But it gets weirder from there. Yes. Like there there's so many weird like choices in term twists in this film, I actually had no idea where it was going and not Mm -hmm. in a good, like red herring kind of way, you know, like there's not anything that's actually making sense or having any type of reason here. Yeah. Like um, there, there didn't seem to be any point to there being a, like uh, almost a fair situation. Mm. It it was only used as another way to reiterate that, like, uh, that Kate Reynolds was the best person for Jack. Mm. But they the, had already said that in ten other ways. Yeah. Well,
2: so it was that point in particular, like in, in the bowling alley, there mm. that it really hammered home the lack of any commonality between the two worlds.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, because I saw that as for single Jack, there's literally nothing wrong with that. Right? They, they already established that right at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. That So when I see that there, it's like, and he's not even questioning this idea of just having an affair. I'm like, Oh no, there's literally nothing in common
0: Mm -hmm. at all. Uh, Well, I I think we'll find that pretty much all our trouble with um, the film as a whole, like given, even if we like allow for the premise, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, all the problems that we're going to have with the film are all going to come back to that lack of commonality.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I I
2: can think of a couple, and I think one of the interesting things with it is like they set up a couple of ways that they could have make it work even without having that commonality, um, and. I mean, one of them has said midlife crisis
1: mm-hmm.
2: that, that could have worked perfectly fine. Um, they could have had it not happen at Christmas and during his anniversary and Valentine's Day when it's all of these big things that are probably got 13 years of history that he's done something with here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And... They, they kind of did it with Annie where she was helping him out a little bit. But it was so sporadic that it didn't do anything. And that could have been an interesting way to help build that relationship. At least have them try to to connect instead of all of a sudden, oh, he's back. <laughs> right? Um, like, she, like she says near the end there. Um, that could have helped a little bit at least with well, some of it
0: flow well the thing is the the for the format of the movie didn't help it out in those aspects too it should have been more about his relationship to Annie and uh Kate and the baby yeah uh, whatever the baby's name was Uh Josh 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 the baby yes um Uh, it should have been more about the relationships between Jack and all them, but it seemed more about Jack internally Mm -hmm. Um, to, to the point where they, it didn't even seem like they were able to frame a moment or series of moments. That was the realization that he had to come to. Right yeah it was just kind of like this guy being an on and off jerk, and then all of a sudden, it's like' oh these ba like are these babies these kids are kind of cool, and i I kind of love this woman, yeah, and now complete one eighty, yeah, maybe I'm just feeding into the common tropes where it is just like, Oh, this is the event, and they flip like mm-hmm.
2: um, But this thing, it it, it did feel like a flip. It didn't feel...
0: It didn't feel like it was earned. Um, Well, I know the reason why, too. hmm. It's the thing I dislike the most about the film. Yeah. He goes on and off, rapidly changing back and forth from jerk to astonished to the beauty of this life that he's discovering, to jerk, to you're so beautiful and like, how can you look at me? uh, Like it's the first time in years to, I'm going to have an affair with this lady. Yeah. Like there's no gradual change there. Mm. It's, it's legitimately just him going back and forth between like, I'm the biggest prick you've ever met. Super selfish to nice guy. And there's no middle ground. You don't see an evolution, a path.
2: Yeah. It's interesting because I'm I'm realizing a couple of other little things that that could have done that could have helped with this. It's like even right at the beginning when he gets a call from, when he gets the message from Kate, Mm -hmm. like have him actually consider it, right? Just reminisce or something a bit more about about their relationship. Um, that could have at least made it feel like, oh, there's something there and something that's being built on? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, it sounded like, no, he just moved on and didn't care, or why not look her up when he got back from London? It's it's one of those things like I kind of understand the idea of it's like, no, look at the value in having the family and that type of life. And these are things you could be missing. Yeah. There's, there's an execution problem. there.
0: Honestly, there's, it's hard for me to think of anything that like is like standout, great or redeeming about the film. Not to sound like a big um, jerk-like. Honestly, Tia Leone carried it for me. Yes. Her her acting was so phenomenal. Um, The anniversary scene Mm. um, really framed it for me. Because she actually seemed to be like, that excited kid, I can't wait to see what's in store to me to like actually devastated. Yes. That um this person forgot when it's typically like one of the biggest they they made it seem like to Otherworld Jack that it's the, the biggest event for him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So um
2: uh, I think I agree. Tia Tia Leone, she stole it. Mm-hmm. She she is, I think, I actually think she's the reason why I, I didn't find the movie that bad. Yeah. Um, once I get over that initial premise. Because she always seemed believable. Like she seemed confused by his actions and you know, calling him out on his on his BS and actually showing that no. She did. She did have strong feelings for for Jack. Like she was always very good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and even when, even in with the single Jack at the end, uh, I still got those hints from her. Like, oh, you know, if you need closure, it's closure. But there was just something about the way she said that, or something about the look. That's like where she, you could almost tell she hadn't quite moved on or there was still that feeling there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she, she does that very well. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of that is what made, yeah, yeah it made the film
0: enjoyable. Um, yeah, kind of I, fa- <laughs> I, I found that while watching it, just to like sorry just to enhance that I felt that while watching it, I was distracted and not interested in the film outside of the interactions like when to um when Kate was on screen or mm-hmm. um during the limited like teaching Jack how to be Jack from Annie yeah um and those are only are really the only scenes that I was super interested in. Other than that, it. Yeah. Kind of boring. Um, yeah. Like if I want, if I wanted to watch a movie that was just about cage, I'd probably say, let's watch wi- Willie's wonderland.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't even yeah. get like some of the crazy uh, cage acting choices. Or... And the
2: couple we got didn't
0: didn't add. fit, yeah. Why? Because all those like all the all the crazy cage stuff was all just Jack being a jerk, yeah, for no reason, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm trying to just figure out where to really add with it. It's it's one I of definitely those definitely need
1: more cage. <laughs>
0: yeah like it it needed it needed more fun cage Mm -hmm. it needed more uh, unbearable weight of massive talent cage and less like I think they marketed this as like a comedy drama Mm mm-hmm but they should have went more comedy, more Christmas comedy.
2: Yes. Lean into that a bit more.
0: <laughs> like, I'm not talking Tim Allen and the Santa Claus, but.
2: Just. Yeah, like, just lean into it a bit more. Like, we, we have this, you know, swapped places, essentially storyline. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of shenanigans we can have from this. But all of the shenanigans that came from it were
0: so... Oh, you there can't... are such downers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you can't bowl. Oh, no, you forgot the anniversary. Uh. You're about
2: to ruin the, this happily married man's life. <laughs> I... Or, you just ruined Christmas.
0: I... Like, <laughs> you know what I was? I was hoping right off the bat, like there. Okay, so there is there isn't a small change that could fix this movie, no. Uh, but what I was hoping off the bat, um, was the the bell would be more significant. Mm. Or that, like, they would have made it seem like the bell was the pass. So, like, he freaks out, comes across, Cheadle, the guardian angel, uh, gets handed the bell. Yeah. I mean, they had that moment where it was like, oh, thanks for the bell. Yeah. But I think that should have been more like, oh, dad, you remembered. Mm. Um, And it, like... Being, not that he fixed it, but that, like, his little freakout was somehow uh, supernaturally covered by this bell. Yes. To to give him some type of cloaking and then, like, even even Kate to be like, I can't believe you forgot the bell. Thanks for getting it, but, like, next time don't just bail.
2: Yes, that would have helped. Because, um, I mean, they kind of... Like, I mean, they kind of brought the bell back at the end, but it was so superficial. Like, because Annie rings the bell when he goes to get the salt and he realizes like, okay, well, whatever it was, was done. And that's the, only that's the next time we hear the bell. So, I mean, I feel like they tried to do that.
0: It was too abstract for, yeah. for this type of movie, like if, For this type of movie, it's far too abstract. If it was something um, more artsy or more uh, genre defining, if we were whispering "Rosebud" as we died, um, (laughs) having even like you know the the poor kid across the street ringing his bell would have some type of significance. Mm -hmm. But this isn't the movie for it.
2: Yeah, or even. Have the bell ring one other time, and have Cheetle show up. Just even if it's just as the giving guidance type type thing,
1: <laughs>
2: right? Just a little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah this this one.
0: I think one one other thing that I would have liked to kind of get some more stability to the film is if um so that the bell somewhere you know a third of the way through the film or even halfway through the film rings Cheetel shows up and cheetel like says. Dude, this is actually other you's life. Yeah. You're getting a glimpse into what could have been, but you're ruining this man's life right now. Yeah. To put more weight and consequences to the choices that Jack Mm. is making. Because it's Mm. all. Because of the. What I felt was a lack of actual emotional attachment and growth during the film. His impassioned speech doesn't hit as hard when you know that that was no more than a dream.
2: Mm. And the, the only reason the impassage speech at the end really hit home, like, I mean, obviously there's just the tropes of that happening. Mm. Um, so the, the, there's two things that did it and both involved Tia Lona. <laughs> um, one, she tried to give basically the same speech at the beginning of the film.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's the book end there and she reacted to it. Well, I bought it because of her reactions, not
0: because of the speech. Mm-hmm. So What's with you. Well, (laughs) like in, in the beginning, you even bought the entire circumstance in his reaction, but mostly because of her impassioned speech.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: it's, it's funny. Like the, the premise is so fantastical to me, not because some guardian angel who pretended to like pull a gun on a store clerk, um, I guess he technically did pull a gun, but he probably wouldn't have shot given that he's guardian angel, unless guardian angels can shoot up stores, which I don't think they can. Um, (laughs) But, and then him, I don't know, giving the most intense, vivid dream to, to Jack. Mm -hmm. Um, That's less fantastical to me to go from Jack as the kind of guy that um, Kate would fall for and be that into, yeah. I could s- seemingly, and like, we don't know his history, but it, it almost seems seemingly just turned into the biggest a-hole of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he wasn't with her. Yeah. Um,
2: it's that lack of commonality between the two jacks. The lives. Like
0: Oh, anyways, yeah, so that's the the fantastical thing I don't believe about the film. Yeah. Um Let's let's talk a little bit more about the commonality. Okay. Some of the other things that I would have liked to see is so Annie and Josh, right? Yeah. Um, we, we don't really have, um, those names coming from anywhere. So there's nothing tying the kids to this other life either. Right. Um, I, I would be able to let that go, except for the lack of commonality in Cage's character at all. Mm -hmm. and they could have used that to tie like perhaps um, you could have a jerk moment where uh, Jack calls his mom Mm. and says like makes up some BS reason why he can't visit for Christmas and then you know Jack's dad goes hey hey, honey you uh, can you bring me a beer Mm. yes Um, like something like that.
2: They could have done something like that. Um, his, or his friend Arnie could be another place where there could have been a point of commonality. Let's say it was a childhood friend, Mm. someone that they knew beforehand. Right. Obviously, um, Kate, Kate's family is in New Jersey. I mean, it's her dad's tire shop there. Yeah. Right. So could have like, there's no reason that there couldn't have been some sort of friendship there, at least something to give us some grounding in this new life. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the idea of, yeah. Having, you know, his mom's name, be Anne, Annie or something like that. Um, that would be another just nice little touch.
0: Well, like, something that small makes it that much more believable.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: um, And I, you know, actually, I think the best point of commonality would have been Arnie. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of needless stuff in this film that could have been replaced with stuff related to... Um, Arnie or like Jack's family um, or see some type of exposition as to how he became like such an Mm -hmm. a-hole but I like this I like this army Arnie premise that you came up like even if fundamentally Arnie wasn't any different and was part of a bowling league mm-hmm. and be like, you know, like have him try to reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it
2: could have been having that little bit of point in commonality. So you're not confused by absolutely every person there in this new life, mm-hmm. basically having to convince everyone that you're not crazy or you know what's going on. Um, Right. Even if he says things that are out of place with a friend, because there's still that 13 year difference. Yeah. At least they know that there was something there. You know, you, you all of a sudden get that person's like, okay, what's going on with you? And I mean, again, Annie kind of does that, but she's not enough to be able to, help him right if it was his friend if it was a friend that he knew in both worlds all of a sudden we can, can now we can play with that oh it's just a midlife crisis thing because we have someone giving us
0: a reference point an anchor
2: yeah, yeah. um like the the only thing that i get from the way the film is done and it's on un, it's unfortunate is it makes it sound like the only reason he's not an a-hole all the time in the family life is because he happened to be there when Ed was having a heart attack and
0: right. Well I mean even even then like maybe maybe I'm projecting. Hmm. Um but I just I I don't buy Kate Reynolds as being the type of woman who would fall in love with an asshole. Yeah. Um I I don't buy that she would be so impassioned to want to keep a like a jackass around. Yeah. Uh so we can only we can only buy that um he became an a-hole overseas. It makes sense to me um that he would the, the the man that kate would fall in love with would give up everything or do anything to say uh deal with big ed um take pressure off of him and the business yeah or his health to give up the things um to give up from himself to help others uh to be happy with his wife who's doing pro bono uh lawyer work
2: yeah and I think, I think they wanted to paint that that's how he was that's that's who he should have been as a person. Mm. But unfortunately, because we don't get because of what we're presented with, we can't we can't lean into that. We have to mm-hmm. assume that something made him not be a dick instead of something caused him to be a dick. It, it, it's a problem in the presentation. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and I guess the only thing is like okay with him, you know. Trying to defuse the situation with with the with the gun is supposed to be showing that side of him that there's a bit of compassionate side, and maybe that would have worked if he wasn't literally making his entire staff stay late Christmas Eve and now come in Christmas Day. Right, it, it's. Just, Bad juxtaposition in that way. Um, even if you know he feigned being upset that they had to come in Christmas Eve and Christmas Day.
0: Well, it would it would have been so even like the the result of that the where. The the where are you? You had everyone call in for the come in for the emergency thing, mm-hmm. and the um have everyone come in tomorrow, um like at the start. Um, it wasn't even needed to show him being an a hole. He could have just made them stay overtime on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and then you just have it go like I'm going I'm going out for Aspen Aspen. I'm flying out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um. You wouldn't even have had to have the uh, everybody coming in, and then it'd be like, "Um, like where were you?" The driver came to pick you up. You missed your flight. Yeah, like it was just a lot of like. They they painted him as such an a hole with no redeeming factors that like even the Christmas miracle couldn't uh, <laughs> couldn't convince I, me that he wasn't.
2: Yeah, you know the it just dawned on me the most miraculous thing about that Christmas miracle mm. is he's gonna get fired the next day. because <laughs> I get the feeling that this whole merger thing. And him trying to fix it was pretty important. And he just blew it off to
0: stare at a box of things. <laughs> I think and it, it would have. If it had if it had a better structure and was about redemption, it would end up being one of those things like there wasn't anything. That was perceived negative about the merger. Yeah. Like. We didn't have him sliding a like. This is the way that they're getting out of bad press for releasing a, um, I don't know, what's with, with something terrible that I actually happened. Um, uh, the African baby formula thing, mm. where they where they shipped out the baby formula but didn't indicate that you have to make sure to use clean water. Yeah, <laughs> like terrible things like that. They didn't have him like this being part of covering something like that up. So we can't assume negativity about the merger. Um, oh. Oh, the, so I think it was just supposed to be a, see, this is how successful he is. But, but the thing is, we didn't show him having consequences for his uh, positive emotional choice that had real-world consequences. Mm. We assume that he's going to get fired, but he didn't go, um, no, I won't do it, I quit. Or have like, if you don't do this, I'm going to fire you. We didn't have anything like that. And him going, throwing it all away for that chance, right?
2: Yeah, there's nothing overt there. And as I said, yeah, because I mean, it didn't really dawn on me until we were discussing it. Yeah. But it's just kind of like they made it seem so emergency. Okay, that could have been, again, how they could have done the real-world consequences of him doing that. So, not really changing anything, just have it, someone else calls the emergency meeting, and he doesn't show up. (laughs) And he goes, okay, and this is what's happening, and then he doesn't do it or something. I mean, another way they could have done the whole thing, like, him throwing this away, it's like, okay, so, she just told you she's going to Paris, she just said, yep. You know, if you're there, follow me. I mean, really, there's no reason he couldn't have gone couldn't have gone to Aspen for the day and then be on the next flight to Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it just is such a leap in that regards. Or you know, like, buy a plane. Like you know exactly which flight she's on. <laughs> <laughs> well, You've got the money. You go buy a ticket. Here's the Do thing. A wedding singer.
0: He. he... To get past security, he would have needed a ticket. I don't think so. You do in you do in domestic Canada, Canadian flights.
2: Yeah. Did you notice something in the skyline? No. Oh. So someone forgot.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Was that not a thing back then?
2: It was a lot more lax.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dumb.
2: Uh, um, so anyway. I, I think that I, I do think that is a thing. Cause like I mean remember I remember when I was a kid flying out. So I'm pretty sure my parents were in there with me until I actually boarded the plane. So.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm fully admitting it. Hashtag not super smart. <laughs> um.
2: So that would have been a good way to do it too. It's like, oh, you need to have a ticket. Well, looks like I'm going to Paris with you. Let's have a coffee.
0: I would I would have liked that more. I think um, that would
2: have shown more commitment.
0: Well, here's another thing, like so the con the consequences of the deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These mergers and these plans go through layers and layers of bureaucracy, um, lawyers, contracts. There is no way that it would be good one moment on Christmas Eve and then fall apart for Christmas Day with a oh no, they're actually going with these other people. That means that the deal was never a for sure thing. Yeah. It was never a solid plan and like I don't I don't buy jack as allowing it to be that up in the air or leaving Mm -hmm. it to that much of a chance. Yeah. So I I would
2: assume as much, but again, it's not like we actually get any, anything showing that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So him, like, even though they're panicking in the boardroom on Christmas day, I don't buy him not flying out to Aspen that moment. So he can have coffee um, as being a deal breaker.
2: No, if it's the day before you're announcing, sorry, if it's, yeah, if it's
0: the day before you're announcing
2: and you're announcing the day after Christmas, everything's already done. Yeah. Like, add that to the, to the list of.
0: (laughs) Well, even like, well, I mean, that's a lack of consulting, but. um... Again, unless they actually had something shady happening. Well, the thing is, if there, was, if there was something shady to make it so the deal was negative, then the people involved with the negative deal wouldn't break it off at the last moment because they know that might unveil whatever negative thing that's occurring, right? Yeah. You know what I would have liked? Okay, I'll tell you what I like. Alright. It's not a little change. In fact, it's a massive change. Right. Okay. It is... Super-duper massive change. I want this movie, but the reverse. Yes. I want Happy Jack to go through his midlife crisis and have some, like, big thing where he, like, ruined Christmas and he let down the family and he goes, if we had money, um... This wouldn't be a prom, and then Don Cheadle, and now he's rich Jack without family, and he has to learn that money doesn't buy happiness. Yes. That's what I want. Yes. I want the exact opposite of this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or,
2: again, um, like where we referenced um, Christmas Carol. Uh, give us snippets. Yeah throughout his life instead of all of this being in like two months because I have a hard time believing that that type of change happened in two months but if we're getting like little snippets through the life so we see you know baby Annie and then we see Annie in college and you know Josh not just being a little baby <laughs> right give us some give us the
0: like glimpses clip of...
2: show version clip show version of his life.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Jerk Jack gets to experience um past, present, and future. Yes. I I'd like that too.
2: Yeah. Show us yeah, show us past with you know them moving to Jersey because surprise, there's an Annie now. Uh and then you know the the present being the age that we had here, and then a future of them being old together in the house, um, or you know, rely on all those videotapes that were there, or something. Give us some reason that he's actually getting into their life more than watching the one videotape of him singing.
0: Well, and even then, like that video in that videotape, just to rehash something i said earlier he was acknowledging him he yeah. wasn't acknowledging the relationship or the love like it see jack seems so jack centric in this that it it also took away from any personal discoveries or christmas miracles that affected him to make him realize the power of family or whatever I just, I didn't buy any of it.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to... So I'm trying to distinguish a little bit between the writing of the film
1: and
0: Cage's acting. It's probably a good perspective for us to take. (laughs)
2: because I I think they were trying to show with that a little bit more like even if it was Jack centric it was showing what like he was excited to be doing that he was excited to be embarrassing himself for her Mm. right Um, I mean Well, we all know how
0: fantastic Cage's acting is. (laughs) Um, I like Cage in a bunch of stuff, but not in this movie. Well, I mean... He wants to take your face off. Off.
2: (laughs) But even though Cage can be very different in all of his roles, he's always cage
0: let <laughs> well, I me mean, don't like, like it's you you don't you don't expect him to be doing some like hardcore shakespearean to bees oh my god the bees or not to bees oh my god the bees to bees or not the bees <laughs> <laughs> um the The, I mean, the problem there is, I, I feel that he tried to go with dra- dramatic choices instead of comedic choices. Yeah. Um, and if he had stuck with K- Comedy Cage. Yeah. Um, it would have landed a whole lot better and been a whole lot more believable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so wh- who is Cash? Who, who is Don I mean, Cheadle? Was he? Was he a Christmas angel? Was he God? It wasn't yeah, Santa. I, I, no, not Santa. <laughs>
2: it, like all of my cultural knowledge and tropes, make me go, "Oh, this must have been an angel."
0: Well, it have to but be, but there an was angel. nothing there. <laughs> it couldn't. It couldn't have been a ghost. No, because they didn't establish like the. Um, Christmas Carol, like this is my ex uh, business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not God. Had to, yeah, has to have been an angel then. Yes. Um,
2: there, there's just like nothing tying it to that.
0: It was just weird that. So his, his job then as an angel was to, like, it seemed like he was weighing the naughty and nice, like the, the, the moral failings of the people that he encountered. See,
2: but I'm not sure either because... If it was an angel, I'd expect it to be a little less coincidental than it felt. Yeah. If it was an angel... Like, this wasn't his line when he... Like, wasn't his line... Uh, I want to say was something akin to, like... Oh, well, you, you kind of get what you wish for type, type sentiment. I know that's not what it was at all, but something along with those lines. Um, well, so we can go. Like, wh- why? Why are we doing this in the first place? Like, there was no hints of regret, like there normally would be in uh, in other Christmas movies of this type. Like, so,
0: so yeah, you've awakened me to something here. Um, and no, it's not what you think. <laughs> um. So so generally, when it's like an angel thing, right? Yeah, it's more of a like it's it's a teaching or a learning moment or like a karmic you know. justice desserts thing that you grow through.
2: Yeah, or an intervention or,
0: yeah. Yeah, so um, if Cage was a dick to him and then the conversation went to like, oh, I have everything I wanted, and then it went into, just remember you asked for this. Mm-hmm. And then he woke up trying to learn that lesson. But... The fact that Cage in his own way showed some type of moral strength and conviction in a very positive way. Mm-hmm. And what got him set on the path of uh rehabilitation. <laughs> yeah. Um was him saying, No, I have everything I want I could want.
2: Yeah, it was him trying to do
0: the right thing
2: across the board. It... Like, I mean, it's not even monkey paw type type it's, play here. It, it's a
0: literally, but why? Just, uh, why... This movie just falls apart everywhere. <laughs> that being said, I did like cheadle. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, I always like Don Cheadle. Like, he's a yeah. great, great actor. Um, it would have been fun to see some, like, weird interaction between, say, like, Annie and Cheadle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you could have had that in our hypothetical middle bell sequence. Yes. And it would have been fun and it would have been adorable. But um, I think I think... Even if Cage had done his comedy acting, mm-hmm. I don't believe it would have saved the film. It would have just made it more cohesive. I'd be happy with more cohesive. Like,
2: and but I didn't hate the film. I just had to, you know, put my, um, you know, made sure my suspension of disbelief was about here. <laughs> when um, it's one of those like again, I kinda get what they were trying to go for, but there's just so many holes, and I think someone watching it just one hundred percent completely casually, yeah, probably would have just slipped by them that none of this makes any sense in any way, shape, or form mm. um.
0: Well, it was about as accurate as um, Jack's bowling game. Yeah. You know, it was...
2: It feels like a Hallmark movie without the Hallmark saccharine.
1: Mm.
2: Okay. I, I think that might be why I'm giving it a little bit more credit around that because unfortunately I've seen way too many Hallmark Christmas movies. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I don't
0: mind. Yeah.
2: But, But I think that's, I think that could be part of it. Um,
0: but. Well, I mean, just, just to throw a little bit of shade, like the Hallmark movies tend to be like, there isn't actually that much of a conflict. There's not actually that much that's going on. Nothing really happens in the film
2: yeah but i mean so the 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 general structure of the hallmark film is oh this is my ex that i haven't seen for 13 years and now i'm in this small town where my ex happens to be and look we're making cookies now
0: (laughs) and honestly when i want to put put something on during christmas the that kind of drivel is probably what i would put on um yeah it's just But at least those premises are believable. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can see the... Like, some type of draw, some type of... I
2: I, I can see... the attempt to put that formula into this film. Hmm. I, I think is where it was going. But again, you don't have that saccharine, and you just... Is that there's not enough of a connecting premise and not enough of a connection between the two lives true. And the Hallmark films, as cookie cutter as they are, tend to at least have that. There's that bit of a thorough line where you can see, okay, this is why I'm here, and well, I'm stuck here, but I can help because I'm a doctor and you need someone because the doctor went on Christmas vacation. <laughs> like, I've seen stuff like that, right? So that at least there's a connection between the life that they're leaving and the life that they're invariably going to be drawn to and stick to in the end.
0: I guess I just I mean <laughs> I I just, just want to go back to my hometown. I know. Oh, oh no, like the 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 guy I had a crush on as a teenager now runs the cafe. Yeah. <laughs> and oh no, we're making cookies now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'd be very straightforward. Even some movies that shall not be named and other movies that shall not be discussed. Um, Mm. I mean, it, it makes sense to me that uh, uh, Jack would only hit four of those 10 pins. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But if we think about it as just a Christmas movie, so we have, from a trope standpoint, from a trope standpoint, it has the pieces. Yeah.
2: So the pieces are there. I mean, I think even as a Christmas movie, I can only say he he got six of the pins down. Like looking at those tropes, which is a shame because you know. Die Hard, I think, knocks it out of the park better as a Christmas movie, still,
1: <laughs>
2: as we discussed last year. Um, and the reason for that, again, it's just these little, so, some of the tendrils that we've talked about outside of the premise that could, could be there, you know, showing that little bit of him still caring for her, uh, you know, give that bit of a reason, make the there's no reason he wasn't making a grand gesture at the end. Mm-hmm. His grand gesture shouldn't have been, hey, don't go on the plane. Here, It should have been, all right, I'm coming with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would have believed right? that more.
2: Yeah, I would have believed that more, and I think that would have fit the Christmas tropes better if it was Kate coming to him and him and having that impassioned speech and him not leaving, or if it Flash back to that point in time and now instead of him oh that would have been a cool way to do that
0: like a full second chance this should have been a full second chance ah that would have fixed it <laughs> i mean honestly
2: it would have made a it would have made oh. a yeah it would have fixed it a lot more <laughs> to have it okay so he's back on the flight to london and now we know why he fly, flew back the next day
0: so it's it's not a glimpse into an alternative life it's a glimpse into the life he will choose. Yes. Um
2: and I think that would have fit the Christmas
0: But to, but to go to go trip, back to the trips, the trips is definitely stronger as a Christmas movie. Um I mean we have um grand gesture um we have a form of miracle. We have uh redemption. We have we even have it even comes down to our uh buffoon dad who can't do anything correct. Mm. Um and those are like I mean every Christmas movie is about a dad who just fails at being a dad.
2: <laughs> or a mom or a mom who forgets her son twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Devin's like too real. Too real. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I def, I definitely like not great as a movie, as a Christmas movie. Considering Christmas movies are just a series of tropes. Yeah. Um. Like I, I, I wouldn't even mind getting into an actual, actual debate in the future about like. Or Christmas movies real boy movies? (laughs) And like, or are they just a series of tropes strung together with, like, what is it, what is it they, there's only ten or three stories that, in existence or whatever?
2: Yeah, yeah, something like there's only like ten different stories. Ten
0: different stories? And the tenth one is a Christmas story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one of them. Um, Yeah. But... I would. I'm definitely more positive at the Christmas aspects of the family man, but it's it, it's 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 half and half to me. It's it's actually it's it's saccharine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, it, it, it's for for me. It's just the tropes are there, but. feels almost like he has said like they're implemented in the wrong way like his big gesture wasn't a big gesture it was actually stopping her from doing anything at least from the like us as an audience goes like oh cool you've given up this whole merger thing that is so important
0: but she doesn't know that gesture
2: she doesn't know this is a thing that's happening
0: Yeah, like she doesn't know how wealthy he is. She doesn't know that he's skipping out on the most important, I don't know, stalking trip to Aspen that's ever occurred.
2: Yeah, like she she doesn't know that there's actually, you know, something that he's giving up. So while us as an audience can see there's a big gesture, she doesn't see that again, she's just giving up things. So yeah, I, I, I can't even say that it actually has the big gesture.
0: It does on the f- the face of it, but mm. like we, so you, we've, we've agreed to the exact same thing twice yeah. now. Like I agree to yeah. now because it, <laughs> it's about the, the emotional weight of the gesture. She doesn't, yeah. she doesn't understand the impact of it. So yeah, like an impassioned speech by someone that you haven't seen in 13 years or whatever. Yeah. It's like in the real world, she would have been, no, you're crazy. I'm not giving you five minutes for a coffee. I'm getting on this plane because I have a life. Yeah. Um. Should have watched <laughs> The Color Out of Space. Yeah.
2: <laughs> There's a bunch of films we could have watched. But this is the one we chose because we're starting off cage with a with a Christmas movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely hope to see more cage films on on our on our plate. Uh yeah. This movie even like fa- fares worse as a cage film. Yeah. Cuz it it wasn't even full cage. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's because, like, usually the characters that Cage plays make actual sense, and then he like embellishes. But in oh. this case, maybe the characters just didn't make sense. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, I'd,
2: I'd I'd play with that idea.
0: I don't know. I <laughs> all I know is. This movie should have been the exact opposite of what it was. Or Um, more Christmas Carol and less Wonderful Life.
2: Yeah. Oh, we got fantastic acting from Tia Leone.
0: Tia Leone. Actually, you know what? I kind of, I mean, like, I was was always, like, a little bit biased against her. Mm. Because at least the way that they tend to cast her is, like, she's the attractive girl. Yeah. Um, but dang, she knocked it out of the park here. Yeah. What, what was she in? Uh, <laughs> Deep Impact. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember that like one year where there was like, uh, there was Deep Impact, there was Armageddon, there was another one.
2: Yeah, there was. I cannot um, remember. Like, really. yep.
0: It's kind of like how um there was like three movies like The Matrix. There was Matrix, Existence and something else that came out all at the same time. Uh Flatliners?
2: No. No, Flatliners. Uh, sure. uh, no. Um 13th
0: Floor? Yeah, yeah, like it the, yeah, it was the it was 13th Floor, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, she was in Bad Boys. Yeah. Um actually she is in a lot less than I expected her to be in. I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh Spanglish though. Hmm? I remember that being okay.
2: Um Jurassic Park (laughs) (laughs) Three. Um yeah. Um all right, yep. I think she was great and I didn't feel Annie was a Sharon.
0: Oh, well, Annie was great. Yeah. So. And Baby Josh was best? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Fiend. All right. Fiend. <laughs>